Welcome to It's a Slate of Mind with Allison Hazelden. This is the entertainment industry's video podcast, where we spark honest, unfiltered conversations within the community about things we're all thinking about, but don't talk about enough. I invite you to join my circle of friends, both new and old, as we tackle the industry together. Okay, you guys, we are talking business today, friends. So you've been working on your craft for years. You're an exceptional artist and you feel proud to call yourself an actor. Yay. That's awesome. But here's the thing. It's harder than ever to break through in the biz. And we are so quick to forget that this truly is a business. What we do at the end of the day comes down to numbers and money. I know, not the most fun thing to think about, but it's a fact. And that's why I think it's important to talk about it today. So when you go to pitch yourself, if you were to be in an elevator and do one of those 30-second elevator pitches for a studio executive, what do you have in your arsenal beyond your acting abilities to pitch yourself as being someone deserving of a big deal? with the studio, right? What do you have? So there are a lot of great actors out there, but there are way less great actors who also write their own projects, have marketing savvy skills, or are masters of inventing new revenue streams, right? So think think of your favorite actors or, or singers. What other titles do they hold? What other areas do they work in? Do they write? host, direct, sing, have business ventures? When do you think they started to develop those skills? And yes, I know what you might be thinking. Some of the celebrities just get a ton of money and then invest it into selling merch. And yes, that is true. Not denying that. There are definitely many famous folks out there who don't diversify their skill sets at all, and simply hire very smart people to help them invest all their money that they already have while leveraging their now famous name to make even more money. But here's the thing. We're not talking about those people today. So don't let yourself get sidetracked by those thoughts of, I need famous parents, or I already need to have a ton of money. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you and me, those of us starting from ground zero and working our way up, right? So I'm talking, here's some examples. I'm talking about people like Mindy Kaling. So you guys might know Mindy from her role as Kelly Kapoor on The Office or Mindy Lahiri on The Mindy Project. But what you might not know is that during and after college, Mindy Kaling's focus was on writing and stand-up comedy. She was eventually hired for her writing skills as the only woman on the office writing team. And because of that position, she was able to be eventually written into the show and act as well. And from there, she became a director and a producer and eventually an executive producer. And then she scored a deal in one of her contract negotiations that started from just being a writer to get a deal for her own show. And then that created the Mindy Project. And now she has an entire powerful empire as an actor, writer, director, and producer. 
crazy, right? Um, Another example that I love to share is Dan Levy. Most of you probably know Dan Levy as David Rose from Schitt's Creek. But just because his parents were already in the biz didn't mean that Dan Levy had a free pass into the industry. So Dan actually spent most of his time prior to Schitt's Creek focusing his efforts on being a host for Canada's MTV. He had a few bit parts here and there in film and TV, but he was mostly known for his humor and skills purely as a host while taking time to really work on his screenwriting skills. He and his father formed a production company and pitched Dan's Schitt's Creek pilot, where it then proceeded to take off. And now that Schitt's Creek's over, he now has a three-year exclusive contract with ABC for producing and developing scripted content. There's so many more examples I could go into. Other ones that come to my head right now are um, Lin-Manuel Miranda and Phoebe Waller-Bridge. So if you have want more examples, those would be two that you should look up. But Mindy and Dan are perfect examples of bringing a ton of value to the table beyond just their acting skills. So not only did they have more skills to offer up and to contribute to projects, but they were able to create these opportunities for themselves because they had these skills, right? So basically they had more chances to get their foot in the door of the big leagues than they would if they had just been spending all their time working on acting. So, you know, maybe you won't break in or out (laughs) because of your acting, but once you're in the room where things are happening due to another element of value that you're bringing to the table, you're better able to use that as leverage to create more opportunities to segue back into acting opportunities as well. So I personally learned this lesson about wanting to bring more value as an actor really early in my life. Surprisingly though, not from my experience as an actor, but mostly from my experience in the music industry. So a quick recap for those of you who might not know. Growing up, I was pursuing acting as well as music, and I was being developed to work in commercial music as a singer. So I started out at 12 years old being workshopped for a pop girl group in Orlando, Florida, and then went on in my teen years to, I had a management team for music at that point. And that team wanted to pitch me as a pop blues singer because that's kind of what they anticipated that the next trend was going to be. And side note, they were totally right on the nose because a few years later after um, I quit, a young female artist like Alessia Cara, Dea, um, and all those kind of gals started popping up in that same pop, but like bluesy, solely style. So anyway, um, one of the big things when I was in this phase of my life, actively pursuing music, I was flying between Uh, Orlando and Nashville and Los Angeles working with my team. And one of the big things that they continue to drive home for me 
And I'm so thankful to my former manager and current friend, Jamie Zakowski for this, but she drove this home to me every single day that there were a ton of singers out there and production companies, record labels, they could always find a good singer with a cool look. Like that's not difficult to find, but what they always needed and always valued above anything else, what really made them money were the songs themselves. And that's what they were constantly on the lookout for was that next great hit Because at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter who's singing the song. It matters if the song is catchy and is going to make everyone in the world want to listen over and over and over, right? So because of that, I started songwriting and I learned guitar and I continued to work on my acting and I started to learn about marketing and business. And I can tell you from personal experience, every single time I met with a new music executive, a new producer, whoever it was that was super impressive and important, and we're trying to get on their good side, they were always way more interested in those things, uh, in my songwriting abilities and all the other elements of value that I brought to the table than anything else. And then they were like, oh, wait, so you're an amazing songwriter and you can actually sing and act as well? Oh, and and you know what's going on? You're kind of not an idiot? Great, brilliant. More ways for us to make money. And that was 100% how most of these meetings went. So the TLDR summary of what I learned, talent is a dime a dozen. The true value comes from ideas, content, and execution. So flash forward to now. While I am no longer actively pursuing a career in music, I am so thankful that those experiences taught me how the people pulling the strings, the people with money, the people who give green lights to projects actually think and what matters to them. Okay, so I have to give you guys the details on this candle because as a busy actor and entrepreneur, it has literally been my lifesaver for staying calm and cozy on those late work nights. Makers of Wax Good Candles has the best, most delicious smelling candles in the world. And I know you might not believe me, but I'm so serious, guys. They wrap you up in beautiful scents and zap the stress and anxiety from the day. My favorites are by far the pumpkin and spice and campfire and cedar. The best part, you really get what you pay for. I burn these candles nearly every evening and they last a whole season. Check out Makers of Wax Good Candles to treat yourself. And it applies to my acting career today as well. If you really want to utilize every avenue to get your foot in the door, or maybe you dream of creating a multifaceted empire like Mindy or Dan. To do those things, we have to reverse engineer what the guys in the suits really care about and make sure that we're equipped to provide those things, that we have those skills and that we have those tools in our toolboxes. So I'm going to get into our six tips, but before we move forward, don't get me wrong here. If you're listening to this and you're starting to panic and you're getting nervous and you feel like you're not connecting to what I'm saying or you feel like you're way behind and don't know what to do, there is absolutely 
nothing wrong with not wanting to expand your skill set to develop these new avenues. It's not for everyone. If you know in your heart, if you have really thought this through and know that expanding beyond acting right now is not the right step for you, um, if you're still very new to acting and you're still trying to get your footing there, or if you've been acting for a long time and know that all this other stuff just isn't for you, that's perfectly okay. You know, that's a choice. That's okay. And I'm not, I'm by no means saying that you will never make it if you just pursue acting. Absolutely not. We've seen it happen so many times, but I'm talking about if you've seen those people you admire with these crazy, awesome stories, if you want to build that multifaceted empire, if you want to get creative with new ways to break through in the industry, I'm going to break down a few things to try to get you started. So these are six things to keep in mind to kind of start that process of determining where you should go to expand your skill set and create more value as an actor. So number one, brainstorm options that feel really natural to you. So what kind of skills and like basic parts of life come really naturally to you? You remember in school, like some of us were really drawn to math. Others were drawn to science. Others were drawn to to English or history. And certain ones of those things came more naturally to you than others. I want you to kind of think about it in the same way for this. Or, you know, what skills you already have that might be able to segue into a valuable industry skill. So a few that come to mind that you might want to ruminate on are screenwriting, hosting, singing, stand-up comedy, playing an instrument, songwriting, directing, business and marketing, stunts, and so on. Take some time, really think about it. Think about what feels like the most natural option for you and that you're excited about learning more about. Number two, don't force a new skill. I am so serious about this one, guys. If you are not even a little bit excited or interested in the idea of one of those things that we talked about in the first point or something else that you came up with, don't do it. Stressing over feeling like you have to add something to your toolbox or forcing yourself to learn a new skill that you know you dread and hate, I promise you, doing that is going to be counterproductive. It's going to drain your energy. It's going to reduce your joy. It's going to just take away from all the good things you already have going. So please, seriously, I'm speaking from experience here. If you try to force a new skill, you will not be happy. So just let it go. It's okay. Number three, be disciplined. If you're serious about adding more value to your toolbox as an actor, you have to be serious. You have to be disciplined. So that means one, learn from pros, take a class, get a coach. Two, set a certain amount of time aside each week to truly dig down and learn and grow and expand your skills and hold yourself to that time because it really, I mean, there's that old saying that it takes 10,000 hours of practice to become an expert at something. And while, you know, that number might be flexible for the hours, I, you just, you will not get this new skill in your toolbox unless you are committed 
to actually taking the time to, to learn it and to get awesome at it. So whatever that means for you, whether that's setting an hour uh, timer on your phone and not doing anything until, but, but practice until that timer goes up or, or getting an accountability partner to help you stay on track, um, going to class every week, figure out the system that works for you, but make sure that you stay disciplined. Otherwise, there's really no point to this whole episode. Number four, think beyond the arts. So I know that not all artists are, you know, we're not all triple threats. We don't all do acting, singing, and dancing. And if that's not in your wheelhouse, if that's just like not a thing for you, that's totally fine. And there are a ton of other ways to add value and to help create opportunities for yourself with totally non-artistic options. So like, are you good with numbers? Did you go to school for finance or law and that degree is just sitting around getting dusty? It might be time to get creative and try to figure out a way to use that skill to cater to the business side of the industry. Because that's where all of the people we're trying to impress are anyway, right? So if you're able to make great connections on that side, people who need um, you know, accountants or lawyers or just consultants in one of those kind of more business areas, and you can provide that insight with your additional knowledge of the industry, heck yeah, that's a great way that you can make some connections and potentially get your foot in the door for acting as well. Number five, remember that it's not going to be a quick, speedy process. Hopefully you know this from your experience in acting, but learning any new skill is going to take some time. Chances are you're not going to write that next Emmy award-winning TV show on your very first attempt, but that's okay. That is so okay. I have this saying, dare to suck, and I want you to give yourself permission to suck it up all throughout the first learning phase of adding a new skill to your toolbox. So you have to dig through the dirt and the junk before you strike gold, right? So let yourself suck at first and get excited for the progress that you're definitely going to see if you stick with it. And our last tip today, number six, start small. If you don't know where to start, I suggest starting small with content creation. So do you remember all those stories from earlier? Mindy, Dan, even my story, all of those came back to content. So good content, whether it's a script, a song, or a big entrepreneurial idea is king right now. And that's one of the most common ways that actors can provide more value. So learn what makes good content. Start small on your own social media channels or on YouTube, testing out things that you're learning from books, from podcasts, from courses, from coaches. Um, Get that education. Start to crack the code about about content, especially getting more specific onto what kind of content you really are passionate about. Um, and then just start testing things out on your own channels, not, not to try to literally do not do this just to try to get famous or try to get more attention, but really test things out on your own channels to understand content, to learn, to continue to better yourself. And I think that's a really good place to start and could hopefully, you know, maybe if that brainstorming process, was tough for you and nothing kind of popped up immediately. I think 
playing around with content creation, um, making it a fun, just learning process for you could really help shine a light and help you discover what you really do want to pursue seriously to add value as an actor. And here's the good news, guys. Um, I actually have a self-guided course with Beyond Acting coming out soon that can get you started on this very step of creating content and marketing yourself as an actor. So stay tuned for more info on that. But guys, I know, I know, I know that thinking about these things strictly from a business mindset can feel so weird and almost wrong for many of us artists, but I hope you know that I wouldn't be telling you guys all of this if I didn't know it was important. And like I said, I've heard it and experienced it straight from the decision makers themselves. And I want you to have this important information in the hopes that one of our rising boats will lift all of our tides, especially in this weird pandemic impacted time. These are the types of efforts and um, brainstorming sessions and opportunities that can really make a big difference in our careers long-term. And because things are slow due to the pandemic, we have all of this time that we can choose to invest in diversifying our skill set so that we can add more value as actors. I mean, imagine how empowering it would be if we all exit these corona days with added value to bring to the table as actors. I love it. That is truly my hope for each and every one of you. So if you liked this episode, please leave us a review and share with a friend who could benefit from tuning in too. I'd love to connect with you personally as well on social media. You can join the conversation at It's a Slate of Mind on Instagram or the Alice and Hazelden public page on Facebook. So that's all for today, you guys. Until next time, I'm your host, Alice and Hazelden. Well, friends, that's it for this week's episode of It's a Slate of Mind. I'm Alice and Hazelden, and thank you for joining us. See you next time.